0: This is Heavy Ho Football! Hello? Hello? Can you hear me? Live with Eric, Josh, John! Woo-hoo. Dude, you called right in the middle of the intro.
1: <laughs> Interesting news.
0: Yo, 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 what's up, y'all? Yo, yo, yo,
1: what's happening? What's hanging?
0: Um, what's hanging? John just called me while I was recording the intro, so I decided to keep it. <laughs> so it's not our stereotypical um uh intro there. But we can get wild and crazy now that it's the off-season, because only you diehards are listening to us.
1: Yeah, right. In, in the tradition of polish, polished... Harry
0: Hogg Football Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, in case we didn't talk about it last week, I found out that there was a possibility that I could get cable internet back here. I live out in the middle of the woods, so I have satellite internet, which is fine for upload speed, I mean download speed, but as far as us doing some of the recording stuff that we would have liked to do and whatnot, it's a hindrance. And um anyway, there was a possibility that I could get um <laughs> cable internet run back to where i live and um it was going to open up new horizons for harry hog football
1: it was a bit costly
0: yeah it was going to be costly dude they t- they called me and were like nonchalant about it and they're like yes sir uh it's going to be about ten thousand dollars and we can run the line next week if you want us to go ahead and do that
1: and you said oh sure i'll write the check right now
0: Mm-hmm. with that huge budget we have here at harry hog football we can just write those checks <laughs> not like with Satellite. um in any event um the redskins blew yet another game losing to the uh Nats at fedEx field um so
1: that is just fill in the blank a lot to fill in the blank
0: <laughs> and, and once again um as we um talked about last week Liddell Betts' uh fumble problem fumbled yet another one inside the 20.
1: Yep, yep Early on. Yep. We don't need to rehash that, but, yes, he needs to carry the ball around in the off season. Dude,
0: yep. Dude, that's what we that do. An arm,
1: cooked eggs with the ball under one arm. Six.
0: We always rehash things here at Harry Oak Football.
1: <clears throat> you know why? It's because the Redskins keep rehashing the losing factor. <laughs> yeah. They keep rehashing the same. They lose, and then they rehash it again the following week.
0: Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think I um gave... um Greg Williams, a lofty goal of holding the opposing team to under 400 yards in order to keep his job. And, um, I believe Tiki Barber may have broken that by himself. <laughs>
1: Dude, Tiki Barber, Barber had a great game. You know, if he wants to retire and, you know, come on over to Washington for another season, maybe we could, you know, fit him in. We got enough running yeah. backs as it is. We can just put him on a rotation, one back for down kind of thing.
0: Well, um, being that he's from Virginia.
1: Exactly. And he grew up a Redskins
0: fan. Went he from Roanoke, actually, I think. He went to uh yeah, yeah UVA. He deserved to be a Redskin all this time and somehow he ended up on the Nats. Yeah, I know. Anyway. That matters not.
1: Is that your mom?
0: Matters
1: not. Sounded like your mom, dude.
0: <laughs> anyway, dude. Um, so, there is one positive from this season. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that if the Dallas Blue Wimp Cowgirls had one more win this season, they would have won the division.
1: Yes, you are. Dude, right. all I know is they got rolled over by the two and thirteen Detroit Lions.
0: Hold on, let me finish. Let me finish. Can I finish? Can I finish?
1: Like, go ahead and finish.
0: All right, I'm finished. Okay, what I was gonna, what my point was is, if they would have won one more game, they would have won the division and um, had at least one home game in the playoffs. So basically, the Redskins kept them from winning the division.
1: Yeah, that's very true.
0: It's <laughs> the one thing you, know, you can do. There's a cheer.
1: silver lining and everything. You know, the one, every time someone tells me the Redskins suck, I just say, yeah, will you like the Cowboys? Yeah. yeah. What happened the last time the Redskins and the Cowboys played? They go, shut up. <laughs> Couldn't they have won the division if they just won one more game? Shut up.
0: I know. Probably a pretty good, and, a pretty standard answer from a Dallas fan. Shut up, dude! I was
1: eating a bowl of chili in my favorite chili place in, in uh, Raleigh, North Carolina today. Shut up, man! Shut up. <laughs> and the owner's a big Redskins fan, so we start talking about the season and the Skins and everything. And right on. Suddenly, the guy next to me starts chiming in about stuff, and uh, and he brought up Detroit, and I said, you know, I said, how about how about Detroit for beating those beating those Cowboys? And uh, he was like, "That's right, man." He's like, "I don't care who beats the Cowboys, as long as somebody's beating them." I was like, "You speak, <laughs> brother. You talk."
0: <laughs> it was the same at work. The friend of mine at work, actually the guy that designed the Harry Hog logo, who's a Detroit fan, was like, "Dude, it's a winning season for us. We beat the Cowboys." Yep. Everyone hates yeah. them. In fact, I think Maxim had them as the the uh, second most hated. Franchise in sports behind the New York Yankees.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, everyone hates Dallas. It's just that Redskins fans hate them more more than anybody else. I think, but I mean, there's no one else that goes. I kind of like Dallas, except for those Dallas fans who aren't really football fans. They're just, you know, if if you're not a football fan, you're going to pick a team. Then most people just gravitate towards Dallas for some reason. Um. I'm not in
0: Cowboys.
1: I'm not in (laughs) Cowboys.
0: Yeah, hopefully next week we'll be talking about how they get stomped by the, um, what, Seahawks, I believe.
1: Seahawks playing in Seattle, Saturday night, 8
0: o'clock. Yeah. Yeah, Suzanne was, or my wife was talking about how, um, she's like, this weekend, how I can help her do stuff around the house. And I was like, nah, the playoffs are on. And she was like, there's no team that you care about in the playoffs. And I was like, "Uh uh-huh, Dallas. I care about seeing them get beat. (laughs) I was like, I care about seeing him get beat, and she was like, gave me like a sideways glance, you know. In any event, there's
1: been, there's been a lot of talk, and and do we really want do we want to talk about this Giants game? Do we really need to go on about that game?
0: Yeah, we got to. Yeah,
1: we might as well. I mean, you know, we got to save all the other the stuff. Balls, or or let's move on because there's here. other stuff to talk about. Yeah, there is. But well, remember, we got like six or eight, seven months of off season to talk about all this stuff too, because we do broadcast once a week, every week of the year, fifty-two weeks a year. That is right.
0: Available. No 20, what's
1: going on? We're going to tell you what's going on in the world of the Redskins.
0: And we're available twenty-four hours a day through iTunes.
1: That's right. <laughs> and twenty-four hours a day, if you want to send us an email at RedskinsFan at dot com. That's H A R R Y hogfootball.com. dot com.
0: And if you want to send a donation from my cable internet, then that's cool, too. <laughs> if we can just get 10,000 people to send $1 each, we will reach our goal. The
1: Louisville Cable will come out and run a line up Cool Mountain. a mile that they got to run it.
0: It's like a half mile. road. They told me they were going to charge $4 a foot. I know, and then I was all nickel and dime in them. I was like, "Hold on, hold on! You don't charge people on the street two four dollars a foot, so you got to have some limit of how much you can give for free."
1: Yeah,
0: and they're like, "Oh yeah, that's two hundred and fifty feet." I was like, "See, that would have been that would have, dude. That's the difference of a thousand dollars right there." Anyway, enough about my cable problems, and. um, Onto the Redskins, <laughs> onto the Redskins' problems, which are much more than ten thousand dollar issues here. First of all, there's like the thirty million dollar um, Archuleta problem, and then there's the fact that there's no money to sign all these these players. What are we going to do? Do we have any have money like to sign?
1: $30 million dollar Archuleta one. There's a thirty
0: million dollar one for Brandon Lloyd. Mark Brunel has some huge one left. Oh, um, and. W- Someone on the site was talking about uh, David Patton, and they were like, it was nice of him to show up for the first two plays of the season and the last two plays of the season.
1: (laughs) That cracked me up. That was hilarious.
0: I never (laughs) forget who it was. It was one of our regular guys.
1: Dude, why did they choose to go to David Patton on these two plays?
0: I don't know, but I I remember seeing uh, David Patton in the game, and I was like, David Patton, he's still on the team? Oh, yeah, he is.
1: (laughs) not for long, though. I know. Yeah, Josh, was it you that was saying that they should have put in James Thrash on that? Yeah, I, I was like, was. why didn't they put in Thrash or something? Why David yeah. Patton?
0: I think Thrash was in, wasn't he in the slot?
1: I don't know. I don't know in this place. I don't know. No, I heard, Uh, listening to the Brian Mitchell show, the the, the Power Hour today on the radio, yeah. Brian Mitchell was talking about how uh, an article in the Washington Post where Greg Williams basically said that Al Saunders got hired by Gibbs because... He told Coach Gibbs that if he ever became head coaches in Greg Williams, that he would hire Al Saunders to run the offense. Oh, really? That kind of came true. And now he's like, man, Al Saunders doesn't care about, like, controlling and clock management and controlling the line of scrimmage. He's just worried about getting a ton of yards. He doesn't ever think about basically what they're saying is something that, Aaron, you brought up first, is that they never – he doesn't think about the defense. He doesn't think about, oh, we're in on, on offense. Let's do a couple quick plays, score. And hell with the defense, They'll, they can be out there for ten minutes in a row for all I care, trying to stop them. Mm-hmm. Whatever team they're playing, and then the defense gets dog tired. Right? Huh. That's a good point.
0: Do they need to get up?
1: I thought that was an interesting uh, thing to hear that on the radio because I know Aaron, you brought that up a, a couple of times this year. It's like you can tell with his offense, he doesn't care. Right. He's just caring about yards. He doesn't care about the defense and about controlling the game. Hmm. And a lot of players were railing against them because they weren't running the ball. It was all about running. It was all about trying to control or not control the clock or anything like that. It was just like get out there and score, get out there and score. Mm Kind of like uh, Indianapolis has been over the last few years. They don't give the defense a break.
0: Yeah, I mean, as far as that's concerned, their defense is in in a bad way, man. Mm -hmm. Probably about as bad as the Redskins, but their offense is just a little bit better. Man, I don't know, dude. Um,
1: I think the offense is in pretty good shape going into next year as long as they re-sign the Dock.
0: That's what I was oh, saying.
1: Man, you know, the offense, the offense finished 13th overall, 4th in rushing, and 5th uh, in sacks per pass.
0: Dude, the offensive line is awesome. I was telling John before the podcast um, just the other day, Saturday, I was watching my DVD of the 1982 NFC Championship game. Between none other than your Washington Redskins and the hated Dallas Cowboys. And um, that offensive line um, from this season towards the end there was reminded me of those Hawks.
1: Right. Oh, yeah, they're getting, they're not quite there, but they're really getting to that point, especially with Sellers in there. And if they can get a blocking tight end, um, I'm sure there's going to be room on the roster since Fourier. Uh, he didn't exist at all this year. Mm-hmm. The spot right there that they can fill with someone who knows how to block at the tight end position.
0: And um what about um uh what was I gonna say? Talk amongst yourselves, I'll remember in a second.
1: Well they gotta get they gotta get uh Dockery resigned, man, because I mean yeah, number yeah. one he's up for free agency. I mean, there's a good there's a handful. Actually there I think there's like fourteen Redskins that are eligible for free agency. Dockery's one of them. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I looked Vernon at Vernon
1: Fox, who really stepped up. Another free agent. And I, look... I think for what he was doing, I think Vernon Fox would be a wise person to resign. Um, Ethan Albright, who yeah. apparently he does one year deals. He's thirty six now, I think, is what he said. When I, but saw, he does I his saw him job. on TV on Monday night, and uh, yeah. yeah, he's awesome. He signs one year deals. He's just like, you know, if they bring me back, that'd be really cool. Like he's all humble about it. <laughs> and everyone's like, dude, they have to bring you back. Because like, we I'm never hear that. about you. You do a great job,
0: dude. I was looking at the list, and basically that's it. Though, there's people on there that we don't want them to resign, like Kenny, Wrong,
1: Kenny Ron, Kenny <coughs> Ron. Yes, and uh, yeah, exactly. Dr. A of Todd Yoder.
0: There's a couple of Todd Wade, the guy who played for Jansen a, uh, near the end of the year for one game. Yeah, he was solid. At
1: least really think we need to resign him because there's did a no doubt. There. Yeah. They did a really
0: good job. I never uh, two years ago I didn't never think I'd hear myself say this, but the main person we need to re sign is none other than number sixty six, the Doxter. your oh, yeah,
1: favorite definitely. player now.
0: Definitely. He is my favorite player now. I think I'm gonna get a jersey. He's
1: awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron, you just like double numbers, dude. Like, you know, you got that seventy seven jersey for Trey Johnson. Now you get a sixty six jersey. We gotta have a lot of respect for a player that like goes down the field and blocks one guy, and then blocks another guy on the same run.
0: Sometimes he doesn't even bother... And
1: he's like twice the weight of the wide receiver that's behind him.
0: Dude, sometimes he doesn't even bother blocking the first guy. He just like runs over him while he's blocking the second guy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> do, he is outstanding. He's really become a really sharp, poised player out there. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, not being able to re-sign him would... I think would devastate the offensive line for next year because that's a big hole to fill. There, yeah, there's a few others, too. Like, um, like you know, I think uh, Oh Nojimo, he can go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't kill us to lose him. I don't I don't mind him being a bottom-of-the-roster guy, but he's always been kind of a step off. But he does make some good plays on special teams. Yeah. Um, what about T.J. Duckett? Is he going to go? T.J. Duckett's just like that. He's got to be like, man, this year was such a joke. Yeah.
0: You dude, know, we don't I mean, need he
1: actually came it. out this week and said he wouldn't mind coming back to the Redskins.
0: Um, was, yeah, yeah because he's it,
1: politicking, though, because well, dude, you never know what's going to happen to him if he's going to have a better situation elsewhere. But you know what? They need to try to trade him before March and get yeah. a pick for him. Because, because I mean, well, you got Sellers, you got Rock cart right back. There's plenty of running
0: back. That's what I was saying. We don't need Duckett. Sellers is like yeah. the same, like... I'd I'd just as well have Sellers back there, because Sellers can, I don't know. They seem to be, like, they're not exact clones of one another, but they're similar enough that we don't need both of them.
1: Yeah, I like like I, like I said all season, when they ran the Heavy Jumbo, man, they got some yardage. Mm-hmm. And that's another guy, Mike Pachilo, the number 62, because yep. they keep lining up as a, a, the eligible tight end for all those packages. He's a free agent, too. Yep, he is. And and what about Derek Frost? Derek seemed to get a lot better at the end of the season.
0: Yeah, they'll sign him, but restricted free
1: agent. Yeah, restricted free agent. Yeah.
0: We really don't have much money. I don't know how they're going to do it, man.
1: No, they're going to make people restructure, but like you know, eight million to to Sean Springs. Six million, I think. To, that's what I was going to say. Everybody, prepare yourselves. I'm I, I'm almost. I don't want to bet, but I mean, I would say there's a good chance that Sean Springs won't be back. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're absolutely right. I think he's going to go. I think they're going to cut. I have a bad feeling they're going to cut Cornelius Griffin. They're going to cut a lot of defensive players because there's too much money, and, like, seven of the starters on defense are over 30. And when you're, like, 330 pounds, over 30 is pretty old. Um, defensive tackle Ryan Buschetti, he's a uh, he's a free agent.
0: Um, yeah.
1: A restricted uh, free agent, I think.
0: You know who else is a free agent? John Adams, to come in and place of Kenny Wrong. <laughs> I
1: know, right? <laughs> Kenny Wrong is
0: a... Is a is Dude, I just uh, checked uh, our... Um,
1: who they brought in for some reason? Yeah, they kept bringing him back. They they brought him in to replace Fourier. Right. Yeah, what a joke that signing was. No one's even talked about it. How much money did he not earn this year? Who knows? Where the hell was he? <laughs> who knows? Man! Did he get hurt? he wasn't hurt was he i couldn't he? even we haven't even talked about him for like eight weeks and I saw his name in an article this week and
0: I was like what it was like oh, yeah <laughs> um all right so let's get on to the game the game balls and kicks and the balls i was I just checked our uh, Harry Hogg football email we've got a bunch of people's um year end kicks and and balls so after we do the games, we'll have to move into our year ends excellent <clears throat> so go ahead, dude
1: Go first so you don't get mad at me. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I'm sitting here trying to recap it in my head. Um, Josh is I, like my game. Oh, kicking the balls first, yeah. And my kicking the balls goes to uh, Ade Jamo. <laughs> oh no Jamo. Oh no Jamo. And uh, I, I don't know. I had quite a few kicks in this game, actually.
0: Let me think. Oh, oh no Jamo. um Let me see.
1: He, um... No, no, no! I'm I'm gonna take that back. I'm taking that back. Okay. Kicking the balls, and, and the reason I'm tell- I'm saying this is because I watched the highlight reel. Okay. <laughs> My kicking the balls is somebody we've talked about a lot, and who's got a lot of kicks. But I'm giving it to him again, Carlos Rogers. <laughs> Dude, I watched the highlight reel, and every touchdown that every touchdown that the Giants made, whether it was Tiki or whoever was there. There was Carlos Rogers running steps behind, reaching out like he was playing tag football, like he was ready to pull the flag off a tee short. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Carlos Rogers definitely not a uh, replacement for Sean Springs, or anyone else for that matter. Maybe Kenny Ross. maybe.
0: So why were you guys saying that Sean Springs might not be back?
1: Maybe because he's contact. got an $8 million salary cap hit this year. Yeah, and he's due like a couple of, a couple of million right now and like, and the additional next year or something. The way yeah. that it hit. And dude, if you had everybody up, I mean we're already over like
0: I don't know. I don't care, dude. That's our weakest position. We gotta have him. I know a bunch of people online were saying that they didn't you know, they didn't want to re sign him and stuff, but I don't think we have a choice. We gotta find a way.
1: I agree, I don't think we have a choice, even though he's kinda you know, we were talking about him being injury prone, but he's been pretty good until this year since he's been in Washington. Well, so Maybe it was an aberration, but he was injury prone back in Seattle. Well, dude, but, yeah, I mean, he's the only good cornerback on the team. Yeah, I know. It's going to be one of those things, though, man, if, if they go to Sean Springs and they say, we need you to restructure your contract, you know, he's got a few good years, you know, left. He might go somewhere else and make more money, and if he looks at it that way and says, no, I'm not going to restructure, you know? Mhm.
0: I think he'll restructure, dude.
1: It could happen. I don't know, dude. I don't know. Um. Anyway, go back to the kicks.
0: All right, back to the kicks.
1: Um, Carlos Rogers. Carlos Rogers. All right. And, My a, kick. and a toe in the nuts to uh, Adi Jemma. <laughs> just, <a
0: little, laughs> just, just a toe.
1: My kick solidly goes to someone that I was really excited about picking up in the offseason. I thought he was going to make a big difference in the uh, receiving core. You guys know who I'm talking about.
0: David. That's right.
1: Number 85, Brandon Lloyd.
0: Dude, he didn't even play.
1: Brandon Bronchitis Lloyd.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. He didn't play because he had bronchitis. What was he, singing in opera?
1: Uh, I think he was man. talking too much. He apparently, he has this Brandon Lloyd show that he does. Yeah, and he does rap. He's got one or two rap albums now, and I thought it was really uh, ironic. I was wondering if it was uh, the coaches who came up with the reason for putting and making him an inactive for being, quote-unquote, sick
0: with bronchitis. Bronchitis means you can't talk. Uh, with an untrained vocal.
1: I think the coaches put it, just said it was it made him inactive and they were like oh um, he has bronchitis just to make a point because they really don't like him. Did you guys watch the post game on uh, Comcast? <laughs> I saw a little bit of it. Yeah. Uh, Coach Gibbs was like yeah uh, Brandon before the game he got out and he ran and he came to me and he thought he was going to be able to play and you know then. Uh, he just—he couldn't hardly breathe when he was running. So, yeah, that—that thirty million dollar contract was it's not a breath, He's like, "Ooh, man, I suck, and I'm still getting paid."
0: <laughs> I know he's getting paid the money that we pay for our tickets and can't even show up.
1: Yeah, give me a break, man. Yeah. And he yeah. has to pitch us at least ten grand so Aaron can get cable internet.
0: I know he can give me the ten grand he made from that game to pay for cable internet.
1: Yeah, he's basically, from what I've been hearing on the radio this week, he's basically Terrell Lowens attitude without the talent. So I don't even know if he'll be back.
0: I don't know. He doesn't drop as many as Terrell Lowens.
1: No, that's just because he will not throw as many in his direction because he doesn't get them. A- <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have quite as bad of the alligator arms.
0: That's a little bit hard. No, he doesn't
1: have the alligator arms. Terrell Owens is. Yeah, John. John, that's a little. That's a little harsh. John, that's a little
0: harsh comparing him A to Terrell Owens and B a cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm repeating the words of Brian Mitchell here.
1: So it's that I think it's coming from a pretty good sources. He was quoting uh, multiple Redskins sources in the locker room. Uh, apparently, there's a lot of people that don't like him on the coaching staff and on the team because he's basically a really bad attitude problem, and he can't like play to back it up. You know what I'm saying?
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Like if
1: he had a lot of talent, and he had caught like I don't know one touchdown this year. Then, you know, people might start overlooking that, but he's, you know, I, I'm sticking with that. Yeah.
0: Alright, well, I'm giving my... I really liked I was really excited they brought him in because he caught that awesome touchdown against the
1: Redskins when he played for the 49ers and, you know, came here and he sucked.
0: God! Alright, well, I'm giving my, um, kicking the balls award this week to, um, Greg Williams. <laughs> 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 because, um, his defense gave up. I think five hundred and seventy some yards and thirty four points. Thirty
1: four freaking points.
0: To a team who had who had lost what, like six out of the last seven games? Yeah, six out of seven. Dude, it's unacceptable.
1: Yeah. Yep. Out (laughs) of control, man.
0: And um
1: Andre Carter had another sack, I think, but
0: that was it. That was it. And um Yeah, that's who my kick in the balls award goes to. What about your game balls?
1: Hmm, I'm gonna give uh, my game ball is gonna go to Jason Campbell. Um, I, you know, he got hit. He came back. He did his job. I mean, it's pretty obvious. Uh, He threw. You know, I thought he threw some nice, nice passes. I mean, look at the score. Look at look at how the offense played versus how the defense played. And it was a totally offensive game all
0: the way around. Yeah, dude. When was the last time the Redskins scored 28 points? Exactly. And, um yeah, and it looked like the... Hey, Mark
1: the, Brunel could have gone in there and done any of that. Well,
0: the greatest thing about that was they were down, what, 28-7. to And he led them back. He, he wasn't going to give up. Exactly. And they almost, I mean, they had a chance to win at the end if they would have put a drive together.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: So... Yeah, I mean, he had a great game.
1: There's some positives looking into that. That's a good one.
0: And um, while we're at it, I'm going to go ahead and give my game ball to uh, Antoine Randall L. for um, the touchdown. <laughs> and there was two reasons. I can't remember the game was so long ago. The oh, touchdown, he has a great quarterback rating. The touchdown pass. He's on the season. he was, what two of two for <laughs> with two touchdowns. <laughs> Oh. And like eighty yards or something, something like that. Yeah. Didn't he catch one too?
1: He caught a touchdown this year. He caught a couple, I thought. He caught at least one. He ran one back.
0: No, he did something else incredible in that game besides the uh, the touchdown pass. I don't remember. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he's um, getting my game ball. Excellent.
1: I hope. He's All right, I guess I got to pick a game ball. Long time. Stays with the Redskins for a long time. I, think, I do too. People are busting on because he got a lot of money, but I yeah. think I think he's a great talent. I think he's a good niche player. He fills a lot of needs, um,
0: yeah. and he's got a good attitude.
1: He's got a yeah, great man. attitude. He's, he's the, the kind he's, of player that you want to have around.
0: I think he could be the number two I think receiver.
1: Would just feed off of his attitude.
0: Yeah, dude. I think he could be the number two receiver and just get rid of Lloyd and keep Thrash, and um, and
1: start working on bringing up some young guys.
0: Heck, why you got him patent let him be the fourth dude?
1: There you go. We could always bring back Taylor Jacobs.
0: Uh, no thank you.
1: <laughs> Who I looked him up online because I saw him in the San Francisco game. And I said, wow, Taylor Jacobs. And then I thought, man, if Taylor Jacobs has caught like eight touchdowns this year, I'm going to be really upset. So I checked out his stats and he had, uh, I think four catches for 34 yards for the year. <laughs> for the year. So I didn't feel too bad about the, the whole train with Mike. So- Rump.
0: Sir, are you saying that we made a, a decent trade, or was it still pretty even?
1: Uh, I think it was pretty even. <laughs> they cut runs.
0: But we didn't get hosed, at least.
1: No, we didn't get hosed. So, uh, all right. Well, my game ball. My game ball uh, goes to the offensive line. And that includes Mike Sellers. Uh, they're freaking fantastic, and uh-huh. they they, oh, yeah. they can get even better. I mean, the future of the offense looks great. So. Let's keep that up. One more receiver I think will be in really good shape, and, and maybe not even that. I mean, bringing in a couple of young guys to develop them, um, Thrat, with Thrash as the third man.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, maybe. I don't. Thrash might be getting a little old to play that much, but we'll see. Um, but, yeah, offensive line. I mean, I, we haven't even mentioned number 61 the last couple of weeks. I don't think he's had a penalty.
0: He hasn't held on a run.
1: He hasn't held on a run. Even he's doing well, so... Well dude, excellent. Dude, that said, since you brought up the offense and we're kinda segueing into uh into off season things. Hey, hey, can we wait on the uh total year game balls and stuff till the end? Um okay. Sure. Clear. Um since you uh since you brought that up, John, uh-huh. I want to bring up something that's probably going to be unpopular.
0: Grit-a-poo. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. If you're in the
1: greater Washington metro area and you've got a septic problem. Call RIDAPOO. That's 1-800-RIDAPOO. No, I'm going to bring up something that's going to be unpopular. <laughs> Thanks to RIDAPOO for, uh, for sponsoring Harry Hogg this
0: week. Thanks for so sponsoring unpopular, <laughs> It's
1: unpopular. <Rit-a-poo>. It's RIDAPOO. It's poo. This came up today in conversation that I had, and, and I just want to know what you guys think.
0: Over a bowl of chili?
1: Buddy. What?
0: Was it over a bowl of chili?
1: It was over a bowl of chili. Yes, it was. I want to know what uh, you guys think, and I want to know what uh, everybody out there listening thinks. It was brought up like this. What what if we traded Clinton Portis for some good picks?
0: I don't think we should.
1: I think it's a very interesting thought. I think if the picks are right, considering how much money Clinton Portis has on the salary cap, yeah, considering that, that he's kind of damaged and starting to break down a little bit, and the fact that he's one of those guys that might just hang it up out of the blue. Yep.
0: I don't think we should. You want to know why? How often have we had, like, the top picks in the draft and they turn out to be bust? I would never trade, like, a sure thing, proven player for a pick. Well, it had to be more than one pick. It had to be some multiple good
1: Good yeah, so yeah, yeah. You look I mean, at what that is, and you know it'd have it has to be a first a rounder or something else. Yeah,
0: and I'd want like three first rounds for him.
1: <laughs> All right, well, Madden. <laughs> first- All right, Madden. was seven. Yeah. <laughs> two first round picks and a <laughs> third round pick, and wow. we'll throw in Taylor Jacobs for free, <laughs> and we'll bring back Walt Harris, <laughs> who incidentally had eight interceptions this year. What? Eight? Did he really? With the forty nine interceptions. Oh, my God. Walt I've Harris? the Redskins hat all year, I think.
0: Man, I can't even tell you how good Walt Harris is looking now. And
1: we'll bring back Ryan. Since we're talking about that, we'll bring back Ryan Clark.
0: Not literally. Man, I wish we would have Ryan Clark. <laughs> Ryan Clark, um, Antonio Pierce. Those three guys could have uh, made a little bit of a difference this year. Um, anyway. Greg. Way to go, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> With two Gs
1: about that it was kinda of like well that's interesting, you know. I don't think that's a bad idea. I think it's something to to ponder and to look at. Um
0: it ain't gonna happen dudes so the other hand to pull into the ball. Yeah, yeah,
1: you're one injury away from from Rock Cartwright being the starting quarterback or running back then.
0: That's what I'm saying. No. I don't we're not getting... no. Uh uh-uh. uh <laughs> I just think they should use um bets more now, like split the time a little bit more than they were earlier in the year. Mm-hmm. Because he can pound it, but Portis has got those jukes, and between them, all, man, between them both, you can wear out a defense. I think I think the thunder and lightning approach next year is going to be fantastic, and it's going to help both backs. Yeah, uh,
1: as far as longevity is concerned. So I think that would, I think it's definitely something. Yeah, I'm I'm really starting to lean towards Aaron's take on this because I mean, what an offensive powerhouse this team can be.
0: Well, here's my point, dude.
1: That kind of running back tandem.
0: Here's my point. We could get a first round pick and get another Carlos Rogers.
1: <laughs> we can get a first round pick and get another Desmond Howard.
0: Uh, another Heath Schuler.
1: Heath Schuler. Andre Johnson was that one of those guys? Uh, There's one of them. The one for like '93 or '94. I don't even remember. And I mean, hey, you know, Daryl Pounds was a second round pick, I think. <laughs> Darryl Pounds.
0: Speaking of, John sent me that thing about Daryl Pounds where someone was selling a hundred unautographed pictures of Daryl Pounds?
1: Autographed.
0: Unautographed.
1: They were unautographed, and it was like 50 bucks, wasn't it?
0: And it was like, if you're going to have Daryl in for a signing, these pictures would be great to have. It's like, And I was like, who's going to have him in for a signing, the Cowboys?
1: (laughs) Yeah, every team that scored a touchdown on him. Oh, man. I'll never forget hearing Sam Huff. I can still hear it in my head right now of him going, it's Daryl Pounds.
0: And John had an endearing nickname but for him. But who's
1: covering on, gee, I wonder who covered on that play. What's Daryl Pounds doing these days?
0: Well, he's not making good defenses, I know that. And? There's
1: bad, and there's Daryl Pounds bad. I mean, he's bad. I mean, he's worse than Kenny Wrong. <laughs> That'll put in perspective for anyone that doesn't remember him.
0: How can you not remember him?
1: Oh, man, he's, he's probably the worst defensive back the Redskins have ever had.
0: Not to be confused with Daryl Green.
1: Yeah, maybe that's what that guy at auction thought was that it was Daryl. He, he just knew it was a Daryl somebody. You know, he found he found these pictures in the dusty old warehouse in in uh, on Capitol Hill that he's he's uh, <laughs> <laughs> that he's, he's renovating <laughs> and make it all nice around here. RFK Stadium. He's like, oh, it's that Daryl guy that everyone knows. I'll sell these for a fortune on eBay. Great for a auction. Pounds. The auction was left with. Contact me if you're interested in making an offer. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, dude, talking about uh, defensive back and, burnt. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll get off the uh, the Clinton Portis uh, trade for pick subject um, since we're already off of it. Yeah. Uh, um, You know, I think we all agree that that we need to look strongly at that. We've got a first-round pick. A number six overall pick is going to be our first pick. Number
0: six. Uh, Cornerback.
1: And um, there's also some some free agency stuff that we could look at. We could take a look at, like, Nate Clements, who... uh, Yeah, that's a... I think they are going to take a look at him. And, you know, I mean, he already has played for Williams up in Buffalo. Um, And... uh, who knows? Then you know, we could look for a uh uh you know, I I don't know. I mean, what do you guys think? You know, if we if we were to say pick up Nate Clemens, who would who would be our 6th round pick? I mean, excuse me, our number 6 pick overall. Um Well, it's not going to be quarterback, and I think there's going to be it's going to be a little quarterback heavy at the top of the draft choices.
0: Dude, you know what? Um, I wouldn't be surprised no. if they got like a running back cuz they always you're like why did you, why'd they pick that?
1: <laughs> yeah, you know? But, you know, they haven't done too bad in the last couple of years as far as as far as trying to fill needs. Not that everyone's come through, but they've picked people that they try to fill the needs.
0: Rodgers.
1: Rodgers. Well, I mean, we ended up with Ken Goldston.
0: Yeah, yeah. But a, that was like a seventh-round pick. I think it's getting better. Wasn't he a seventh-round pick or fifth or something?
1: He was a fifth or sixth. I think he was a sixth. I don't know. Anthony Montgomery was the other one, and they were both late picks because you know that's all they had. Rocky McIntosh was a second-round pick. Yeah,
0: He still think yet Rocky to prove Rocky McIntosh that.
1: is going to be pretty darn good next year.
0: Didn't he run around the end and get a sack or something this week, or a hit in the backfield?
1: He was pretty good. He, he was running yeah. around up there. He saw fifty-two flashing around a few times.
0: Yeah, he's going to be pretty he ended good. Up
1: with five tackles and two assists.
0: Yeah, he's going to be good. Yeah, and um, so he was a good pick.
1: I'd definitely say that, Warwick Holman,
0: but you know what's gonna happen agent. It's That's always tough. like it's always like this time of year where we're like, how are they gonna sign all these people, and how are we gonna get these people and then all of a sudden somehow they do some fancy accounting work and get like i don't know sign some like eight billion dollar deal to some has been free agent,
1: yeah, or or it never was free agent. And you're just like, uh... Yeah, it's, it's, it's they must have the best account, accountants of all the teams in football because it's been like six or seven years and every year everyone's like, oh, the next year the Redskins are going to have to cut like $30 million and like five or six starters.
0: Mm-hmm. And they don't. They have
1: to do it that way. They never have to. They always work like this This money mag- magic.
0: Sometimes I wonder if there's knocking something... Knocking on the door. Sometimes I'm wondering if there's something going on under the table, especially with all those like restructures and crap
1: yeah we've that up before it's like they're passing them the envelope with half a million dollars under the table the undeclared part mm-hmm. of the salary i wonder if that happens at all in the nfl i mean it probably does probably does and what's to keep probably, someone like what's to keep the danny from stroke or not even stroking a check just withdrawing it from his bank be like here's a briefcase <laughs> i know yes yeah, seriously i mean yeah, not, What? Who, how would you how would you find that out
0: Here's he takes the, <laughs> cash
1: out of the ATM and hands it to somebody. I mean, who's going now?
0: Here's a briefcase. Go buy yourself a classical radio station,
1: <laughs> or, or a Latino radio station up you know, there. I, yeah, I mean, thinking about that, that brings up a good point. I mean, you know, hey, restructure your contract. Wink, wink. You know, yeah, here, here's yeah. A briefcase oh. on the table over there for you. Wink. Restructure your contract. I bet it's not. I bet it. I bet it happens here, and I bet it's by far not the only place it happens. Harry mm-hmm. Jones has been doing that for a while.
0: Dude, don't remind me of that imbecile.
1: I hate that guy. I hate Harry no. Jones. <laughs> now, just to be just to be uh, clear, we are not uh, we are not speculating, nor are we accusing. <laughs> oh, we're definitely speculating. <laughs> we're, but you know,
0: yeah, right. we are speculating. All
1: right, we're speculating. We're, <laughs> we're speculating, but you know, that's what we do on here.
0: We're not accusing. It'll be on like the on the Washington Post. <laughs> Harry Hog Football reports that blah blah blah. Dan Snyder's handing money under the table. I'll be like, oh, no, we're not reporting that, dudes.
1: channel yeah. 4 investigative reports. <laughs> we, we just think that that would be we, – we have a feeling that might be something that happens in the NFL on occasion.
0: Yes, Dudes, we're getting long on this yeah. podcast here. We need to get on to our game balls and kicks in the balls for the season. Um, and before we name ours, I'm just going to read here a few of the uh, emails we've gotten in this week regarding the subject. As I was reading them earlier in the podcast when you guys were talking about um, Sean Springs and I wasn't paying attention. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but let me go back here. Let's see what we get. Um, I'm trying to weed through these. Read a little bit. Dan, 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 dan. Um, okay, let me see here. First one we got was from...
1: already add all these up.
0: The first email we got regarding it was from <laughs> Shane uh, Prince.
1: Alright, what does Shane have to say?
0: This is what Shane has to say. The kick of the year goes to none other than Kenny Wrong. He was burnt tons of times and can't play anything besides nickel. He got his ankle broke I think ankle tackles is what he means. Broke tons of times. He can't tackle. We need him to fill in when Springs was out. He blew it. I hope he gets the scissors this offseason. Yeah. Player of the year. The whole offensive line. I agree with that. Um, Let me just paraphrase some of these. Then he also went to give his offensive player of the year to Jason Campbell. Defensive player of the year to Andre Carter. Who came on late, of course. Special Teams Player of the Year. John might tend to agree with this. Reed Dowdy. I don't know about Player of the Year, but
1: I think he's definitely going to be a stalwart. I think he's definitely earned himself a spot if he keeps up yeah. the, the intensity he's got. Because, yes, the, the season went on. You saw you saw him flashing around more and more. Was he 37? Mm-hmm. 37? Yep. Yeah, dude. Yeah. He's, uh, he's getting himself in there in a lot of places. I was pretty happy with that.
0: Um, let me see. We got, all right, here's another one from our good friend Steven out in Pittsburgh, uh, Germany. Sent in. He wrote a lot. I'm trying to, like, weed through it and find where he, um, a lot of good comments here. I'm not weeding over it, but I'm just trying to, you know, find your kicks in here. Um, here it is, kick in the year. Um, yeah. All right, his game ball of the year goes to Cooley. All right. All right. You don't realize this font is in like three and it's all like single spaced. It's hard to find here. <laughs> um, most promising red skin goes to Kendrick Gulston. I'll have to agree with that.
1: Yeah, I like that.
0: And where's the kick? I don't see his kick.
1: They probably figured we already knew. Any wrong?
0: Yeah. Oh, sorry. His kick of the year goes to Jerry Gray and Steve Jackson for their crappy secondary. <laughs>
1: Excellent. Okay. Yeah. No. That, that, you just mentioned one coach too many for the secondary.
0: Um. Steven also sent in the answer to the Tom's trivia question that we'll get to here in a minute. Okay. So him and Shane. That's him and Shane. Tom's. Um. Oh, that's a good nice. No, Tom didn't send in one. All okay. right. Mark, our good pal Mark, blood type B and G, um, didn't give us his. Sorry. He gave us the answer to the trivia. (laughs) I guess I should have a little bit. uh, All right. Here is uh, the Misters. Good old Mr. Mister. Excellent. You asked for it, so here is Mr. Mister's year-end kicks and balls. My game ball on offense has to go to Dockery. After you all harped on him for the first year of your podcast, that dude was wound up, has wound up turning into quite a football player, and better yet, he is homegrown, something we don't see enough of in the Redskins organization. We we better sign him. We'll have to agree with that, as we've said earlier. I agree. My game ball on defense goes to Marcus Washington. Consistent player week after week. Uh, The only reason we haven't heard about him more is that the defenses have been running away from his side of the field and picking on the weakness of Carter and (coughs) Holtman. Most of all, the dude doesn't talk trash about the organization, and that's a big plus. But he does talk trash to other players. Have you guys seen him on the sideline?
1: Oh my god! Oh yeah, he's been anybody that comes off. He's like right in their face, yelling at them
0: in street clothes.
1: Can a can a player uh, on on IR on the sideline? Can they can they have a penalty against that player?
0: Mm-hmm. Oh sure. Yeah, they can. <laughs> dude, this all right? His kicking the balls. Um, this is um, this may offend some ears, some sensitive ears. So. Cover your ears if you're sensitive. My kick to the balls this year goes to Joe Gibbs. Man, is that hard to say, but it has to be said. There are some bad people on the team like Archuleta and Lloyd, but ultimately, as Joe says, he has made the personnel decisions that have brought them here. We are now stuck with no draft picks except for that number six. Joe gave them away for nothing, dead salaries, and players that should be in the organization that aren't Clark, Pierce, Smoot, etc., yeah, we were talking about that. Since there is no general manager, this all falls on Joe. Joe is going to, to the Hall of Fame for coaching, not for being a general manager. Um, <laughs> and then he says, on a final note, we, you put me on the map as Speed Racer and in the 92688. Do I look that poor? I'm from the 92677. We got money here. P.S. He and says...
1: P.S. He all I sa- know is when I typed in the O.C., that's what came up in the middle of the map.
0: <laughs> it says, P.S. He loves his Jesus loves the red skin shirt. Excellent. Can we get that in a mug as well? Sure, we can work that out. Sure,
1: we'll, sure. we'll do that for you. No problem. Um, you haven't seen it? Go get yourself a Jesus loves the red skin shirt and help Aaron buy his cable so we can have better podcasts. hmm And go large. If you're like, ah, eh, wear large or an extra large, go extra large because they... they 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 tend to run a little small after yeah, those, the first watch. After, after the first watch they're good. <laughs> run a little bit small. Yeah.
0: Um our good pal uh David um Lee at uh yeah, the dude from Williamsburg that we almost met up with at the Cowboys game, but we didn't quite get there. Um he sent an email, it doesn't really have his game balls and kicks in the balls, but It's another request for something in the store, and it is, we need something to the effect of, we may suck, but Dallas is still evil. Sure. Sure. We'll work that out. All right, we'll work on that. We'll work on that. (laughs) Anyway, I thought there was one in here from Danny. You know, the infamous Danny Sweeney. Danny. But I don't see it.
1: Got to be one in there. We'll we'll take a look for it later. We'll, We'll figure it out and talk about it later. Yeah, and if any of you guys out there forgot to send it in, or if you're listening for the first time and you want to send in your game balls and kicking the balls and all that good stuff for the year, for your your opinion on the uh, Washington Redskins, you can send us an email about that. and We'll read some more of these next week because it's the off season.
0: Yeah, we got plenty of time to read them. So go ahead and send them in. We'll work on those shirt ideas as well. Yeah, right. Now, dudes, do you guys did you guys hear that? Did you hear that music? There,
1: there it
0: is. That's right. It's time for none other than. Tom's Trivia. Okay, last week's question was a very simple question, and we had a lot of responses on it. The question was, name the original hogs, including the honorary hog. And, uh, John, why don't you go ahead and take that one? All right, let's see if I
1: can remember, because I rattled them off off the top of my head, except for one you had to give me a bit of a hint for.
0: Yeah, but now you're under pressure. Oh.
1: Uh, Let me see. It was Mark May, Mm -hmm. Jeff Bostic, George Stark. Um, Who am I forgetting? Uh, um, um, Jeff Bostic, Mark May, Donnie
0: Warren. Who else am I forgetting on there? Uh, I'll tell you. I'll give you a hint.
1: Joe Jacoby and uh, Russ Grimm. That's right. And the honorary hog is, who do you think, Josh? I don't know.
0: Number oh, 44.
1: It's the obvious
0: one. The one that got all the glory. Number 44.
1: Yeah. Oh, John Riggins, yeah. John Riggins. They named him an honorary, ho- an honorary hog because... You know, I don't think I realize that, that he's honorary hog. I, got a, uh, I got a lovely John Riggins uh, throwback uh, player of the century jersey for Christmas. Nice.
0: Outstanding. Now I'm going to name to you the...
1: For people. That say, I've got the shirt on of an honorary hog. There
0: you go. A bunch of people sent it in. Our good pal Stephen from Pittsburgh, Germany. Um, Shane Prince. Did he send it in? Or he just sent in the kicks? Who, who sent it in first? I'm sorry. First. Shane did not send it in. Sorry, dude. Steven sent it in first? Um, Yes. Stephen from Pittsburgh sent it in first, so he wins it.
1: Excellent. Stephen, you win a whole lot of absolutely... Oh, wait. I'm going to send you the FireFox. Harry Hogg theme. Beta version 1.0.
0: International version. International. (laughs) And a bunch of other people sent it in too, but you guys were just... Only
1: one in Europe with
0: this. Just a tad late, everyone else. (laughs) Um, But that brings us up to this week's Tom trivia question, which I love. It's hilarious. If you can get this answer... I don't know where he came up with it, but it's pretty crazy. And here it is. (laughs) Basically... If a team is playing in an AFC or, a- or NFC or AFC championship game, mathematically, what is the fewest number of wins possible a team could have and still be hosting the game? Part two of the question is, what is the greatest disparity in wins possible between the host and the road team? It's crazy. Have <laughs> you guys have come up with the answer? And- and college. And it's about two two paragraphs explaining how he gets it. If someone can come up with this, I think they're going to win a Harry Hog football deluxe package of including um, nothing and the Harry Hog Firefox theme.
1: A couple of theme with a whole lot of nothing.
0: Hmm. Anyway, go ahead and send that answer in Harry Hog football. Hit
1: pause on your uh, iPod or on your iTunes. Uh, rewind. Listen to the question at least ten more times because I have no idea what you just said. Yeah, get out your get out your loose uh, leaf paper and your number two pencils. Just start to uh, start working on that. Yeah, dude. Um, I know we're running a little long. Really quickly, though, I wanted to uh, I wanted to point out that um, we did sign a um, uh, we did sign a player this week for a three year contract from the Canadian Football League. Who is he? He is none other than Chris Wilson of the BC Lions on the Canadian Football League. He is a, uh, I believe he's a defensive end.
0: He must be good then. Uh, why else would we, why uh, else would no, we sign? I'm
1: sorry, he is a defensive lineman.
0: Why else would we sign him now? If he wasn't good.
1: Lineman. He has started every game in his two years with the Lions. He's had 70 tackles and 8 sacks as a defensive lineman.
0: Cool. Well, we're getting there, long dude. So we can we can do some research, talk about that next week.
1: And uh, I guess next week we'll talk about our our season long games and kicks and everything that we're going to talk about because we just right. don't really have time this week.
0: Yeah, we got to go. It's going to take me about three hours to upload this on my non cable internet. <laughs> so you guys have a good week. We'll talk to you next week. Go and cheer for the Seahawks this weekend. And um,
1: Saturday night, eight o'clock.
0: And we'll talk to you guys next week. And as always. There's hail to the Redskins. Hail to the Redskins and there's always a next season. There's
1: always next season and it doesn't matter if it's the off season if you see a Cowboys fan.